Welcome back to another episode of Birdie and the Duke on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you're listening to from. We really appreciate you tuning in. We got a lot of news to cover with um, some upstate South Carolina high school football, and we even got a little low country news. That is, uh, Jalen's going to tell you all about the low country news. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the low country right. high school football news. Well, Birdie, uh, we got a big coach at Wilson. It's a nice hire. Coach Mooney leaves Woodland as the OC to take over the head coaching job there. Look for him to bring in. He's just an offensive mastermind. Look for him to implant, implant his offense in the Wilson football and uh, look for him to have a better season this season. I think it might be year two before they really take off. He's got to bring in the new culture, get the defensive scheme up. We're talking about a team in Wilson who two or three years ago, they were a solid thing. Not very athletic team. team. Yeah, very athletic. Got some ball players. But it is Had to replace hardest, quarterback. It is in the hardest region in uh, 4A, as they have to play North Myrtle, Myrtle, and all them boys. But we'll see what he can do down there. What's your news about the Upstate? Well, we got some more. Um, another little coaching carousel going on in the Upstate. We have Blue Ridge High School. James Turn, their previous head coach, resigned about two weeks ago. Um, coach Turn's taking the job as a tight end coach at North Greenville University, so he obviously would resign. Blue Ridge is D.C., Coach Alex Jones has resigned as D.C. at Blue Ridge. Um, they lost a DB coach, lost an offensive coordinator. They Blue Ridge right now only has three returning coaches, and that is their offensive line coach, a D-line coach, and a running back coach. That's the only three they got coming back. So um, they're in the process of hiring a new coach. I have heard some intel that they have had about 20 or so applicants, and they've interviewed numerous coaches so we should be hearing probably honestly within the next two days who they hire at the head coach right now some of your favorites are previous Wahala head coach slash Westside assistant we've got a jail man dc in the conversation some low country coaches in the conversation so we'll see what shakes out with blue ridge yeah. high school this is a very big decision for ad shane clark though as um this could take blue ridge to the next level like they've always been wanting to do be a consistent playoff team. They've got some playmakers. Um, and if Blue Ridge is going to do anything, it's going to have to be this year. They don't have a quarterback returning after next season. Jeremiah Judd is a senior this year, so they're losing a lot this year. So this year is going to be their year to do it, and they need a good ball coach to do it. What's your thoughts on this, Jalen? Heck, son, I think the Blue Ridge needs to hire the best man for the job. In my opinion, Blue Ridge, they got to bring in the athletes. But first, that starts with a big-time culture change. Blue Ridge is not a bad job because it's easy to win in that uh, region. So it's not a bad region to be in. And you just got to come in there and take it, take the bull by the horns, change the culture, get the athletes believing in their system, believing in themselves, and you got a good chance of winning next year. So I think whichever coach brings that, this coach need to hire. But I think this year just got to be a player-led team. I mean, I'm looking for uh, Jeremiah Judd to absolutely come in here and do his thing this season show everybody that it wasn't Grayson who made Blue Ridge last year. That Blue Ridge offense was just can be ran by any quarterback who puts in the effort, the time, and is a smart QB. Is Jeremiah Judd the answer? I think he's the answer. I, I think, think he's Judd's better have a great season than Grayson for Blue Ridge. Now, speaking of Grayson, obviously he transferred to Gaffney. Do you like this fit with him at Gaffney? Yeah, I love the fit of him at Gaffney right now. And in two years right now, I think it's dumb because – you're leaving Blue Ridge to go play at Gaffney where you're once again going to be at the bottom of the totem pole. They lose a lot, and the other teams get better. I mean, you're talking about at Gaffney, you're going to have to play the Burns. They're going to be good. They return a lot next year. Norman. 
Norman's always good. They play Bowling Springs I mean, next year. Bowling Springs. I'm looking for Spartan High to have a big time year next year, as he'll now get back into the QB rivalry with uh, Spartan mm-hmm. High starting Jeter. quarterback Jeter. So we'll see what happens. A recruiting battle in, inside of the region. Inside, yes, That'll sir. That'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, with some more high school football news, you know, obviously we have a ton of coaching changes, players transferring out. But uh, next season's going to be wide open for upstate high school football. There's not really that many teams that just wow you with that you think they're going to run away. Chapman's not going to be nearly as dominant as they have in past years. Dorman's going to be good, but they're not going to be amazing. The Greers are down the downgrade. Speaking of Greer, they lose a lot. They have to replace a lot. They're going to be a young team next year. They did return their quarterback, Hollis Crosby, and, of course, arguably the best one of the best overall players in South Carolina, Angelil Skinner. He's got tons of offers. Six foot five receiver slash tight end. Gonna play at the next level. So Greer, they return their two biggest pieces, but they lose a lot. Yeah, they lose a lot to me. I just don't I don't know how I see Greer looking next year because those lines just not gonna be the same. And they play in a very tough region. They got Greenville, Greenwood, Lawrence. That's one of the toughest regions in 4A as well. And to me, I think their line made them last year. They had a solid O line. Wake Forest commit and three just absolute nasty offensive linemen. And then they had Noah Vaughn at tackle, two absolute studs. One of the highest grades in in his region last year. I mean, he wasn't, he was a smaller guy. That's why he didn't have D1 offers, but, or D2, to be quite honest, as he's got a slender frame, but he's still just a guy who knows how to play ball. So that's a big loss to me. Greer, they lose a lot. They lose Miller D. Armin. We cannot. Not mention that Western Carolina bound one of the I mean one of the premier slot receivers in South Carolina. So Greer's got to return a lot. We do see a Blue Ridge and Greer rivalry game this upcoming season. I believe that is week three or four. So that maybe that'll be an interesting game. Jeremiah Judd going to be facing his former team in Greer. Uh, as he transferred from Greer his sophomore year, and then he played behind Grayson Loftus last year. So that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. There's going to be so a lot of Highly, highly uh, competitive ball games this year. A lot that me and you got to cover this year. And you like to give it to Judd, man. The kid, he transfers into a QB battle, toughs it out, and now he's the starter. So, I mean, that's 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 stuff you don't see anymore in the it game. It all worked out. He could have transferred back out once he saw Grayson Loftus won the job, but he didn't. He stayed, and I respect Judd for that, and uh, I hope it pays off for him this season. And I, he's got all the assets to do it. He's got three... He's got two or three returning starting receivers who are good ball players. So we'll see how that shakes out for Jeremiah Judd over there at Blue Ridge. Next up, let's move on out of college ball and into the ranks of the college football, the NCA. What you thinking, Birdie? Well, after watching some spring games, we have some teams that are definitely on the decline. I don't care what anybody says. If you watch the Clemson game, it's not the same Clemson team we've saw in past years. And, Birdie, I've been saying that for a while. I think Clemson's on the decline. I think Dabo's cooked up all his magic. The Clemson team we've seen last year, the Clemson team we've seen the year before, quite frankly, and then this year's team, I just haven't seen that old Clemson in them. They don't have the fight anymore. They don't have that swag anymore. Yeah, the fight's gone. The, the absolute just tough demeanor's gone. I mean, now they got five-star kids coming in, and, I mean, like – They aren't playing like five-stars. They, they aren't playing like five-stars, and – to be honest with you, Clemson's always had a defensive philosophy that they were going to bring in slow, high IQ middle line inside linebackers, 
and it's just not a place for it in the game anymore. You hate to say it like that, but there's not. You need an athletic linebacking core in the game now to to be able to even compete, compete really. And that's and that's what you've seen. I mean, their defense has just got outplayed, and their offense has looked good, but they lose Trevor Etienne, arguably the best back in college football last year. I'd still say he's one B to Najee, but I mean, it's just a lot to. I mean, and I'm not a big Trevor guy. I think DJ will be better, but who does DJ throw to? Is Ross the same after his injury? I don't believe so. They lose Cordell Powell, Amari Rogers. Rogers. I mean, in the O line, you lose yeah, Carmen, yeah. and you still in the O line loses their best offensive lineman. And and they still weren't good as often. They they sold Clemson last year. So I mean, they bring back five star. They bring in five star Tristan Lee on the offensive line, but is he Carmen off the bat? No. And I just. And I just don't think Clemson's O line is up to par. Um, Clemson's not going to be the same team. I, they're going to make playoffs. I'm, I'm, 100 sure they make playoffs. Um, the only team in the ACC that might even have a chance to compete with them would be. Well, really, there's not many teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know of anybody that could compete with them. Maybe North Carolina, possibly. They return Sam Howell at quarterback, but they still lose. Two great running backs in the draft and uh, draft free agency. So we'll see how that shakes out in the ACC next year. It's going to be closer though. Clemson's not going to blow out everybody. So they'll be involved. They might well, get. Well, that's upset. where I want to argue with you. I think they still blow out everybody. I don't. They if do they Florida play North State, Carolina next year? I don't know. Florida State's a year out. Uh, let's let, let's see if they play North Carolina. I know Florida State's a year out. I don't care what anybody says. Maybe two. Maybe but they three lose. Years. They play Georgia week one. So yeah, I think they get. I, honestly, I'm right now. I think. Georgia beats the brakes off of Clemson week one. Their DBs are terrible. I mean, they lose Kendrick, who is their best DB, on a terrible defensive backfield. And everybody keeps saying, well, Clemson returns all these defensive starters. Yeah, that's a good thing, except for you return the worst defense I've seen Clemson have in years. So, how good is that? Georgia's looking good right now, though. I will say their spring game was pretty impressive. JT Daniels had a great game. Back up Carson Beck. He had a great game, too, solidifying that number two spot over Brock Vandegrift. I, I would say that he would have the number two spot over Brock. Um, after this year, Georgia's QB room is going to be wide open, though, when JT Daniels leaves and they have to get Carson Beck or Brock in there starting. Uh, they do not play UNC next year. So they play Georgia week one, though, so that could drop them in the rankings. And now let's talk about another team who had an absolute great spring game, uh, South Carolina. Uh I don't see how Dottie's the starting quarterback when Brown, the fourth stringer, was out there throwing dimes. I mean, and E.J. Jenkins, the 6'7 receiver, he's nasty. And we've seen uh, White have a great day on the ground, and he's their number three back. How good is this three-headed monster at Carolina going to be next year on the run game? Their offensive line didn't play terrible either. No. So, I mean, and the, you know the D-line's solid. They got Kingsley. They got uh, two five-stars, Jordan Birch and, uh, and uh, Pickens. So, I mean – that could be a decent team. Watch out. They, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win five. Maybe even six. Maybe they'll make it to a bowl game next year. Maybe. Um, of course, Alabama had a great spring game. Always have a great spring game. Oklahoma's going to look pretty decent this year. I see a lot of, like, ESPN, all them. They're, they have Oklahoma as the number one team in the country. Yeah, I think season. that's a little reach. I don't, I don't like that. Sure, they return the most, but I still don't like that. Oklahoma, 
Their defense ain't going to stop nobody. It don't matter if they return everybody. They've gotten better on defense, but still, I mean. You're not stopping the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio, not even Ohio State. And Ohio State's not going to be nearly as dominant this year either. Man, but they, they have a good crop of returners, and their wide receiver court's arguably the best in the country. But speaking of Ohio State, Jamison Williams, the speedster, started in the playoffs last year for Ohio State, transfers to the University of Alabama. The University of Alabama's got a receiving battle. We got Treshawn Holden, the roommate of Bryce Young, who's a stud. He showed it on A-Day. You got Bolden, who returns. He caught his first touchdown pass in the national championship game. He's Slade a stud. Bolden. He's Slot an army receiver. knife. Then we, got, uh, then we got John Mechie, who didn't play in the A-Day game, but he's still a stud. We've seen that last year. Then we got uh, Javon Baker, who's an absolute baller. But that's, that's not even the end of it. You got a speedster coming, Jameson coming from Ohio State. Ajayi Hall had a game. Looked like the best receiver yes, in America. I did. The I watched that. Ball. He played great. Okay. Really, if the, if you don't call back a few of his things, he goes for over 100 by a mile. Okay. Then you got Ajayi, Ajayi Hall. Okay. You got Ja'Cory Brooks, the five-star. He didn't play in A-Day, but I've heard he had a great spring. Then you got uh, Christian Leary. He didn't play in A-Day, but a speedster. And then JoJo Earl, who's my favorite out of the whole bunch, still hasn't even enrolled. He's an absolute – he's Jalen Waddle 2.0. Alabama's going to look solid this year. They ain't, they're not going to have a drop-off probably at all. They might even be better than last year's I mean, team. You never know. They got two tight ends this year. Did you see Camel, too, had a game on that? Also, Robbie Oots. Yeah. The guy at Rock Hill, South Carolina, had played, a – Played fullback a little bit. Came in there and just ran dominated. Ran some crispy routes, yeah, too. he did. He didn't have any catches, but he had some nice, nice routes. routes. And he's watch. a big old boy. And he's, he's got good speed to be that big, yeah. too. Robbie Utes is going to be a force to be reckoned with here in about two years at Alabama. Um, another team that had a decent spring game. I mean, we already talked about Georgia. Missouri had a decent spring game. They'll be they'll be in contention for that second spot in the SEC East. Florida, not believing in Florida. Not a believer in Emory Jones. At Florida, at this point, they're, they're not even seem to even be talking about finishing in the top ten next season. Um, Emory Jones is not the answer at Florida. They're going to have to find another quarterback. Um, let's talk about a steal in the NFL draft, though. Kyle Trask falling super late. Uh, I don't think that's that, a steal. You don't think it's I a steal? I think it's a reach. To me, I had him ranked below Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, he might be And Davis nice. Mills from Sanford. I mean, I think they reached on Kyle Trask. I don't like Kyle Trask at all. I mean, he's not Mac Jones. And that's – he's not – and that's his – he's a prototypical quarterback. I do think that. that Mac Jones is going to be put in the best situation. He's going from Nick Saban to Bill Belichick. He, he He's a player, same kind of play style as Tom Brady. He's a little bit more athletic, elusive than Tom Brady, but he's – A little bit more accurate than Tom Brady. I am seeing Tom Brady all – the Tom I Brady story too. all over again with I the Patriots. Too. Mac Jones, not super highly ranked quarterback – Coming out of college, he did win a natty, but he only started for one year. This is this is reminding me of Tom Brady. And, and my whole scary. thing is, everybody keeps saying, oh, Mac played with all this talent. Joe Burrow, he played with more talent than Mac Jones did at LSU last year. Nobody hated on him. Tua, he played with the same amount of talent as Mac Jones did. In fact, Mac Jones had one receiver this year. Tua had four first-round receivers. Why don't we have the talent argument about other quarterbacks? It's only when it comes to Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones is highly disrespected. Yeah, I think the Bears got to stay with Fields, honestly. I don't I didn't like him in the top five, but before they got him and they got a good deal. 
I might be one of the only people to say this. I'm not a believer in Trey Lance with the 49ers. No. I don't see it working out. Trey Lance, he's, he's not accurate. And the, he's fact, not that P- and the fact that people think he's going to start over Garoppolo no. is crazy. Garoppolo, Garoppolo is starting this year. The only reason why they wanted to move on is because Garoppolo gets hurt. Yes, That's but it. he's still a solid quarterback when yeah. healthy. I mean, yeah, he's really good when Lance healthy. Lance will never, ever be – he should not have been drafted number three. No. He's a – He's Late a, first round, day two. He's a kind fifteen of guy. to twenty kind of guy yeah. for me. I wouldn't say day two because of his athletic build, but over Fields and Mac Jones. Come on, 49ers. Don't get pressured into a pick. Um, also, big news: Aaron Rodgers don't want to return to the Packers. No. So right now, it's looking like Jordan Love's going to be their starting quarterback out of Utah State. And if you're the Giants, game. and if you're the Giants, do you trade in your new first round pick you got from the Bears? Your first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Possibly you'd have to throw in Daniel Jones, but I don't I don't think the Packers would be mad at Daniel Jones coming. No, but I Bay. think that gives up a little I think they might be giving up a little much for a two year, three year. I have rental. seen a um, Denver Broncos scenario with trading Locke and two first rounds for Rodgers. And well let's not forget about Russell Wilson. Not Russell Wilson, uh Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun's they're saying he's about to be done with his court cases. So where does he go? Does he stay in Houston or does no, he go? He does. I don't think he stays in Houston. He does not want to be in Houston. Are we seeing the NFL shift to the NBA? Players sit out if they don't want to be there? All right. You're on to something here. I mean, we oh. hate to see it, but that's what it's looking like. The NFL is definitely changing. A whole lot of stuff going on. A bunch of drama. This is why we like college football better, obviously. You don't have the much structure. You have players leaving and transferring and stuff, but College football is just way more wholesome than NFL. Better atmosphere, better games to watch, first of all. The only good thing about the NFL is the Super Bowl and the draft. That's the only good two. That's the two yep. highlights of the year. Yep, to me as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much going to do it for NFL talks. So we, don't, we don't really talk about NFL much. There's not much to talk about. It's the same old bull crap over and over and over. Yeah. You have anything you want to add on to this episode, Jake? Uh, no, I just want to say uh, I'm glad to be back, and thanks for tuning in. All right. You heard it from the man himself. Thank you for tuning in to Birdie and the Duke Sports Talk.